And hello, fourth and long fans. It is your AFL correspondent, Donnie Hess, here with another one of my Donnie's disposals and a fun little series that I thought we would come up with. Is I know that a lot of you are Americans and you've been highly interested in this new game, Australian rules football. So I thought as a way to kind of show that there are not just me, but many Americans or even non American born fans of Australian rules football that are here throughout the States and throughout the world. So I thought, let's find a way to communicate with them. So this is our first episode and I have the great Jameson Manziel with me today. Jameson, how you doing, sir? Good about yourself. I am not doing too bad. Fall has gone to winter here in this state. Uh, so it's been nice and cold. So, so much fun, so much fun. How's the weather down in Texas? You know, it's about uh, 50s, 60s, but, you know, for us, that's Christmas weather. <laughs> yeah, I can understand it in December now, slowly getting more. So I thought let's let's uh, kind of get just a real quick uh, little bio of, of you, sir, and then we'll kind of go into what club you support and kind of why. I'm from the area, I lived here all my life. A um, little bit about me. Uh, I am a I'm a Christian, uh, former football player in in high school. Um, I am a Freedom Trailman in, in Trail Life USA, which is a a scouting organization here in the states. Um, so faith, family, and football are, are all pretty much pretty important to me. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, so I gotta ask. So so you're an American American football fan. You said you played in high school. Uh, what position mm -hmm. did you play? Well, so I played I played six man football, which means you play everything at some point. Um, but I was all state my senior year for running back. Awesome, awesome. So, so I gotta ask, how did a did a high school kid in Texas find footy? You know, it was by accident. So I uh, I was looking up on YouTube the uh, the Arena Football League, um, which is AFL, which is a, a gridiron league here in the states, a minor league. Um, and I stumbled upon a, a video of, of Nick Natanui, um under the title AFL. And it said, you know, it looked like a, a basketball player, right, on grass. That, that doesn't look right. So I clicked the video. Uh, and it was a, picture, a video of Nick Natanui, uh taking an incredible mark over somebody's back. You know, and his, my first question was, is, is that legal? Is that, is that okay? Right? Because um, in American football, you know, that just, that looks like a passive appearance and stuff like that. Um, but it was awesome. And I, it, that took me down a rabbit trail of, of more videos, trying to find out more about what this sport is. Because obviously, I mean, I had never heard of it. Um, and then in February, I think it was February, when uh, Pat McAfee uh, had Mason Cox on the show, I listened to that. and uh, said, hey, wait, there's, a, there's an American playing this crazy sport down under. Uh, so that actually caused me then to, to record uh, one of the games that just started being played, I think in, in March, maybe. Uh, it was round two, uh, GWS v. North Melbourne. And that was the mm -hmm. first game I ever watched. Um, and, you know, I've been hooked ever since. Yeah, that's it. Seems to be a fun story. I've tended to notice a lot of these Americans that catch on, but you did know Mason Cox is from Texas, right? I do. Actually, yeah. he's from Highland Village. That's three minutes away from my house. Yeah. And the crazy part about it is, is as tall as he was, he never played American football. He never played yeah. American football. He was a soccer player. So I, th I thought that was really interesting. Um, so 
and so you catch on to it via YouTube, which is absolutely awesome, which I think has been kind of a really common one, but more of a mistake. So I thought that was really, really cool. But I mean, what kept you going? I mean, once American sports started coming back up, once we started having the NFL and baseball started getting going, I mean, what, what kept you an AFL fan? You know, I think something different about AFL or Aussie rules, you know, comparison to NFL and, uh, and, and baseball and the like is, you know, it's, it's always going, you're always, you've always got to be 70, 80% um, throughout the duration of the game, as opposed to you know, the stoppages and taking breaks. Um, so I was really just amazed at the effort that each and every player has to put out um, to succeed uh, in the game. So uh, Gary Rowan, I think kind of encapsulates that is that, you know, he's, he's so fast, um, but, you know, we've got a lot of players in the NFL that are, that are just as fast. However, he's that fast for, like, the entire game. You know, he's always working hard. And at the very end, you can always see him. He sits down, he puts his hands on his knees, and it's just, I'm, I'm done. I've spent everything that I can possibly spend, right? Um, so it's just, you know, you've got to have an incredible work ethic to continue to play that game. Yeah, and the crazy part about it is, is, is my my team, the Sydney Swans. That's where he came from. Gary Rowan played in Sydney yeah. before he came down to Geelong. So he was one of those. I was sad to see him go, but he had family in Geelong, so it was really really cool for me. So I, I've loved watching him play down there. But so I got to ask. I, I think you might have tipped your hand just a tiny bit. Watch your club. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a Geelong Cat supporter. <laughs> awesome awesome and, and what made you come to that was it was it gary rowan specifically was it the history was it the uniforms what, what was it that made you a cats fan you know it wasn't gary rowan at first uh to begin with it was the community actually that kind of brought me in um i was initially between uh collingwood and gws collingwood because mason cox and gws because they were in the first game that i had ever watched and i ended up cheering for them even though they ended up losing the first game um, but, uh, when, when I got onto Twitter, uh, I started communicating with other, uh, Aussies and, and just fans of the game, you know, Geelong Cats fans, uh, stuck out to me more than any other, any other club. Um, just, you know, not only do they have history, um, not only do they have, have they had success and good players, right. Which is what you always want in the, in the team, especially if you're trying to find a new one, but they had such a, a vigor, such an excitement around just kind of their whole uh, club identity, I guess. Um, so Mel, uh, Mel Katz from, uh, from Twitter uh, sent me a couple of videos of Joel Selwood and, and the Ablets, um, and I just fell in love. You know, you, sometimes you just can't explain when you fall in love, but you know that it happened, right? Uh, so that's me. Yeah, I, I definitely know the feeling. It was definitely quite interesting when I, when I picked the Swans is that you, you – the one thing I got to give the Aussie fans is that they're very accepting of fans mm-hmm. internationally. And, the, and for many of them, you are kind of the most interesting thing in their life when they start, start talking to you <laughs> because they're like, well, how is an American love this sport? So, so, it's, so I always love those stories when you find, when you meet Aussies over Twitter or Facebook or however you do it. But so, so I got to go from, so I got to go from here. One of my favorite questions with fans, are you a casual fan? Are you a diehard? Are you just a fan of the cats. So that's an interesting question. So um, I think I would define casual fan as someone who watches for pleasure, but may not, may not keep up with it, you know, between games. Right. And a diehard fan is, 
it's almost a religious feel to it, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I think I'm somewhere in between, but I, I range more on the side of diehard uh, in the fact that, you know, I, you know, it, it, it kind of, it becomes the object of, of uh, all my attention when, when the game's on, it, you know, even uh, we're in between uh, watching uh, Jeremy Cameron and Isaac Smith uh, and some of the guys uh, that Geelong signed. I mean, I was waiting with pins and needles uh, for, for some of those guys to, to get signed. So I think it's certainly more on the side of, of diehard. It reminds me a little bit of how I feel when, when I watch my Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I kind of – oh, those, those are hard questions sometimes because sometimes diehard has a negative connotation. So, right, yeah. So it's, it's, it's kind of a neutral. It's not like, it's not like you – they lose a game and you're going in a bad mood and everybody's got to deal with it. So it's like, I think that's kind of a nice little, nice little in between. You're not a casual because you pay yeah. attention to it and all that. So, so I got to go now. So favorite cat right now. And have you delve into the history to know maybe a favorite cat of the past? Okay. Favorite cat now is certainly difficult. Um, the guys that caught my eye initially were, were Tom Hawkins and Gary Rowan, obviously for the scoring and, and uh, Rowan's for his, his speed and his, his tenacity. Mark Blitzabs might actually have to creep up in there. Just I love the way he played, especially in the finals. Um, hard worker and, and one of the more athletic guys, I think, especially for someone so big. Um, I don't know if I can choose between Rowan and Blitzabs right now. I may lean towards Rowan because he was one of the reasons I, I really got into it. Mm-hmm. But that, that's a certainly a hard question. Uh, <laughs> and then in the past, you know, I, uh, I've watched a couple uh, highlight videos of some of the past grand finals. Um, so obviously, I mean, this is my first year. So eventually, I'm sure I'll, I'll get to know some of the, the, the larger history of the club. But um, obviously, I know, I know Gary Ablett Sr., uh, I love watching his highlights, school kicking. And uh, Travis Varco, I think I'm pronouncing that right? Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. Varco. Yeah. So I initially actually saw him uh, with a video of him with Collingwood to begin with. And then uh, someone pointed out online, hey, he actually played with Geelong before. Mm-hmm. So I checked out some of his highlights. Yeah, I think Just the- an athletic dude, you know, fun to watch. Yeah, I think 2011. He was with him in 2011 with the Collingwood, the Collingwood Geelong Grand Final, which is which okay. is a really good game. I think that might have been one that I actually sent you, if I remember correctly. Via yeah, Twitter. I think I watched a good portion of that. Yeah, that, that's that's a really really good Grand Final. It kind of it kind of peters out at the end, but a really good one. So so kind of piggybacking off that, favorite game you have seen so far of AFL. Oof, that's a tough one. Uh, well, it's not going to be the grand final because of the result. Uh, I, I might have to say the favorite one that, that the team I was cheering for won was probably the uh, Geelong-Brisbane. Uh, is that preliminary final? Is that mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then the favorite one that, that Geelong lost or that the, the team I was cheering for lost um, was the the Carlton uh, Geelong match pretty early on in the season? Mm-hmm. It was it was so close for so long. I think Geelong only lost by about three points. But I tell you what, Eddie Betts is is something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, love to watch that guy. Uh, 
Definitely more one of the definitely one of the more fun ones. Definitely. Um, so kind of piggybacking off that is um, kind of what are you, what are your thoughts of your cats this last season? I know falling one game short in the grand final, pretty impressive team through most of the season. I mean, what, what are your thoughts as a new fan uh, of your cats? Do you think, are you confident going into next year? Are, are you skeptical? Are you excited for next season to start? What, what's kind of, what are your thoughts on this last season and going forward? Yeah. You know, I, I'm kind of treating it because I don't really have the Australian viewpoint, right. I'm treating it kind of from an American sports perspective, like how I would, you know, talk about uh, kind of championship windows with, with football or, or basketball. Um, in my mind, I think obviously it was awesome to come in the first year and have my team be the team that I chose pretty early on. I chose them in round two after they beat Hawthorne, um, end up being so successful. Um, you know, and, and I'm excited to see how they continue to do. I think obviously it was a successful year. Um, any year you get, you get that far. In, in finals and playoffs, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a thumbs up. It's a positive. Uh, I would say in the, in the coming years, because we went all in with, with Jeremy Cameron and because of the signings that we're, that we're getting, I think they're more on the older side, still talented, obviously, but, but a little bit, you know, we're, we're not just bringing in young talent, sacrificing some draft picks. So my, I'm thinking that our, our championship window is probably – our premiership window is probably coming to a close. I think we're going all in for this next year and maybe the year after. Um, but I will say I'm, I'm glad we didn't get rid of uh, Asava Radigalia. I'm glad we didn't get rid of uh, Brendan Parfit. Uh, those are guys I think, you know, can be the, the future of the club and continue uh, to, to, you know, raise a legacy. So I, I kind of hear you throwing some names out. It's really, really cool. Uh, it's not always – I'm sometimes I feel kind of weird as an American because I keep track of it so much. I mean, have you been really keeping track of this offseason, like how the draft picks, how the trade period, how free agency – I mean, are you are you going to try to find a way to maybe keep an eye on the drafts coming up? I mean, I know Geelong hasn't got a ton of draft picks, especially right. after the Cameron deal. But, I mean, are you excited to maybe see – the draft i mean what's kind of your thoughts in the off season did you keep an eye on it yeah uh, i i kept as, as much of an eye on it as possible um you know it's it's a little bit different than like a, a trade period or a free agency in, in, in american football and american sports now so i had a little bit of trouble understanding certain certain things um but i really was interested to see because i know adam trelore um was one of the big names i know there's a, a big fiasco with, with collingwood he ended up at, at western did he not Mm-hmm. Yep. Western okay. Western. Yeah. Western, I think, is going to be pretty strong this next year. Um, yeah, I, I kept, you know, as close an eye on it as possible. Also, just for an academic sense, uh, more than anything, I, I want to learn. You know, I love uh, learning culture. Um, you know, how I think sports almost represent different cultures, if you will. Right. So you can tell a lot about how a, how a group functions. How a, a, whether it be an ethnic group or a, a, a nation or whatever, I think you tell a lot about how that, that group thinks and functions based on their sport. Um, it's almost like a language, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, if nothing else for an academic sense, I love just learning about it. Uh, and for the draft, I, I've watched videos. I, Footy A to Z is a really good uh, YouTube channel uh, that, that, you know, teaches a lot about how the game works and a little bit of the history. Um, but I'll tell you what, even after watching their draft video, I still can't 
understand a whole lot of it. Uh, but I'm I'm excited. I'm gonna I'm hoping they they stream it to some degree so I can I can watch it live. Yeah, if um, if I remember correctly though, the the only fun part is, is that it starts at two a.m. our time since you and I are in the central whew. time zone. So yeah, it starts seven a. It starts seven p.m. There. Just I did mm-hmm. the math. Two a.m. Um, did anybody explain to you kind of the, the father son? Do you get kind of the father son deal and, and how all that goes? I have an I, I have a basic idea of mm-hmm. kind of how the father son. I think that's a really cool uh, deal. I'm sure uh, you know some of the, the famous families in American sports would have actually really enjoyed that. Uh, I can imagine you know uh, Peyton Manning coming to like the the Saints or something of that sort, mm-hmm. as opposed to going to Indy. Well, it's, it's like thinking it's like thinking about it as like. Think about Emmett Smith if he had a son that was really good at football, automatically oh, yeah. going to the Dallas Cowboys. Or I would love that. You know, some, those, some are, of those the, are good genes. I want to keep yeah, that in the exactly. In the club. <laughs> and that's kind of the fun thing. And then kind of this with the same thing with father or son is you also have the academy kid, which is kind of like, mm-hmm. like European soccer where you develop them. The bidding system, I know it's it's a beast to try to figure out. This it really is. Yeah. Confusing. There's still Australians that have no idea what the heck is going <laughs> on. So, so it is it is a lot of fun, and I think it's it's very very interesting. And one of the things that I think this audience is is learning along as well with you and and even myself a little bit. I've been keeping an eye on the draft the last couple of years. I've been really kind of getting back into it, and they do. I know Draft Central on Twitter just put out their basically guide to it which has got profiles of players and stuff like that um so so that's a good thing to check out if you have a chance i think i retweeted it i think i can i'll I'll tweet it at you after after the show's over and you can take a look at i mean it's got it's like 166 144 pages of just profile it's got profiles of each (laughs) of the players it's got all the draft picks and the funny thing is it's already null and void because they had two trades this morning so yeah because the other thing about it is is that with this draft is that Unlike American sports, where you can trade players and you draft, the only thing that can be traded from now until draft night are picks. That's it. Hmm. There's no yep, no players, and it's kind of interesting. So, so going off an American, just real quick, are there any American things that you would like say would be interesting to see if they tried it, like a midseason trade period, the difference of the uh, free agency. I mean, is there anything that maybe like you're used to seeing in the NFL or, or any of the sports over here that you'd think, man, it'd be interesting to see it tried over there? Huh. That's certainly an interesting question. I think it, it would be interesting to see like a midseason trade period kind of open up, right? I would really be interested, you know, because I mean, this season we had, uh, I think like Gold Coast uh, and Carlton were, were just out for quite a while, but we're, we're really, really close to getting into finals and just kind of needed that little extra push, right? Especially Gold Coast after Raul went down so early. Um, yeah, that, that would be really interesting to see them open up by trade period just just briefly, right? Uh, see how some teams could shake up. I think that'd yeah. be interesting. I don't, I don't know if anything else. I really I really do like the way that the sport functions. It's it's different, I guess, but it, it's certainly very very interesting, and I think it, it works fairly well for the most part. Mm-hmm. The other thing you got to keep out too of the AFL is the, all the rule changes. <laughs> have you, <laughs> you know, seen some yeah. of the some of the rule changes? I, I I have to admit, it's like I think they're messing with it a little too much. It's like let it settle for a little bit. I mean, COVID has been just kind of a nutso year, but totally. um, we're getting closer towards the end. But I I got to ask: with February comes the AFLW. Um, 
any thoughts and any ideas of keeping an eye on the Geelong Cat women's team? You know, I would love to. I don't know a specific place to find that. They may have it on, on YouTube as well. Um, but I, w- I would love to, to support the Geelong AFLW team. I'd also be fairly interested in, in uh, Western, uh, the, the Bulldogs, as a, as a second team maybe because I know they have an American. Um, Danielle Marshall. Dan- Danielle Marshall, yeah. Danielle Marshall, yep. <laughs> yeah. So that would be certainly interesting to follow. Uh, you know, I don't know that it's going to be on, on television, though, so I might have to do some, some research to find that. I know if the biggest thing is if you ever do decide to invest in it, the uh, watch AFL app usually does broadcast the game. So if you oh, were cool. in the market to maybe get that, I know they do broadcast the games because if I remember correctly, at least I, at least what I am aware of, you get the code for the new season in January and their season will start February, March. So also, awesome. yeah, so really yeah. So that should be really, that should be really cool there. Well, it, Jameson, this has been an awesome chat with you. Uh, this has been a lot of fun to to learn from another American. Um, we're 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 small but mighty. We're not exactly a massive group here, but I think I think many Australians appreciate this, and um, it's been really fun talking with you here. Um, anything else you'd like to say to the uh, to everybody out here? Um, uh, uh, oh. You have a YouTube channel. I knew there was something I wanted to help you. You have a YouTube channel. Yes. You're reacting. And then maybe your Twitter account just to have everybody get a hold of you that maybe want to maybe want to start following this awesome Texan AFL fan. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so as a college student, you know, I'm trying everything. I'm just uh, enjoying my time here. So I decided, you know what, why not start a YouTube channel to react to some, uh, to some footy. Learn. It'll help me learn about it, help me grow connections. Uh, just in in the the community, and, you know, just to keep keep enjoying the game I've, I've fallen in love with. Uh, so YouTube channel is just my name is Jamison Manzel, um, and then my Twitter is at L Ride Thirty Four. Uh, reason I, I I chose that by accident. I was trying to put Let's Ride Thirty Four, and that was taken. Let's Ride is is what my my football team uses our slogan. Uh, so and I wore thirty four for Earl Campbell, former Houston Oilers. Uh, but yeah, that's how you can get in touch with me, uh, you know, keep up with, with what I'm doing, what I'm learning about the game. Uh, other than that, you know, uh, Australians, Americans, uh, AFL fans alike, thanks for, for you know, welcoming me into to your community. It's been a blast. Yeah, it's been a pleasure meeting you, sir. And then um, are you with the Dallas Dingoes or are you hopping on with the North, the new North Texas uh, Devils team? Yeah, so uh, joining the, the NTX Devils is going to cut an hour plus off of my commute just because of Dallas traffic. So I decided, you know what, let's, let's get on the train. You know, we're trying to build out the DFW uh, footy uh, to be a, a premier kind of area, a hotspot for, for uh, Aussie rules football, hopefully in the U S. So I'm excited to see, you know, what we're growing here. Uh, hopefully I think a couple more teams may, may end up uh, growing just by, you know, the attention that the NTX and, and Dallas and, Houston, Austin, et cetera, uh, are going to end up bringing to the USAFL. So I'm hoping to, hoping to play. I'm at least going to be part of the team, but, you know, a bum knee from football may keep me out of, out of the, the oval. But either way, you know, I'm excited to get, become a part of this. Yeah, and the, and the best thing is with most of these clubs is they always need people. They always need volunteers. They always need people around. So um, Please throw an extension to the NXT to the NTX Devils that if they ever find it, if they ever want to, um, 
Des Moines Roosters, we'd love to reach out, maybe figure out a way, maybe we can play each other so you and I can meet each other. Worst case scenario, we can meet each other at the Nationals. Hopefully next year we'll cross mm-hmm. our fingers. This COVID thing gets taken care of. But <laughs> you, sir, you have yourself a nice day. Um, it's been a pleasure. Uh, and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again soon. Absolutely. Thank you, sir.